Gemara Hagiga Daf Chaf. Masechet been dedicated anonymously for the Arichut Yamim Veshanim Yaakov Yisrael Ben Frida Sipora Vegam Sarabat Simha Shemiyadichim Hem Batov Ushnotam Ben Yamim Amem. Today's Daf Refuashilam as well. Nesia Kehila Eliyahu Ben Rachel. Elna Refanalo, Elna Refanalo, Elna Refanalo. And we are going to start two lines on the bottom. Amar Mori. Shema Mina. We learn from our Mishnah Shena Asu So we learned already that there are some people that eat their Hulin, which means their regular unholy food, but they treat it as if it's Kodesh. And in order to train their family, you know, to live on a high standard, uh, so therefore they eat even chulin on whatever standards Kodesh would demand. So that's called chulin shena'asu al-tarata Kodesh ke-Kodesh So the Gemara says, actually, it's going to have a status of Kodesh. It's going to be considered like Kodesh. The Gemara, the Gemara will explain it. So the Gemara says, "Mimai, how do you know that it's like Kosh Medelo Ketani Behu Maala? Because the Mishnah does not treat Cholin Shenasu Atarat Kodesh as a separate level. The Mishnah, when it goes on the levels of, you know, things that are lower to higher, Cholin Shenasa Atarat Kodesh is not listed, which implies that since Kodesh is listed." So Kodesh and Cholin Shina Asita Tarat Kodesh is the same thing. She says, top line, Medelok Etani Behum Ma'ala Lomar Begdeh Perushin HaOchlin Cholin Betaharat Cholin Those people that we said are Perushin. Perushin are people that eat their Cholin Betahara. So we said their Medras LeOchle Cholin Betaharat Kodesh. There does not say that their uh, clothes are going to be midras to people that eat their chulin betaharat kodesh. So shma mina bechlal kodeshin must be that because it's included in when it said kodesh in the mishnah, and therefore the hatana le kodesh it said it already. So therefore, there's no separate uh, uh, level called chulin shenasid betaharat kodesh. You must know v'dilma haydeloketani bihu maala. Maybe the reason why the mishnah did not. Mention a separate level regarding these people that eat cholin atarat hakodesh. The idamu letruma hatani letruma vidamu lechodin hatani lechodin, which means it's possible that maybe cholin shena asit atarat hakodesh had the level of cholin, or maybe had the level of teruma. As we're going to see, it's machloket tanaim. So therefore, could be it's either cholin or teruma level, and the Mishnah discussed both levels. The Mishnah mentioned cholin, the Mishnah mentioned teruma. So why why are you assuming that cholin shina asit atarat kodesh is considered kodesh? How do we know it's a machloket? Had detnan cholin shina asu atarat kodesh. If you have cholin that was prepared according to the level of kodesh, harehen ke cholin. Some say no, it's regular cholin. Rabbi Eliezer bar Rabbi Sadok says what harehen ke teruma. So therefore, maybe it's not. Treated on the level of Kodesh Bechlal. Maybe it's Cholin or Teruma. So the Gemara says, you're right, you have no proof from there. That she says, Dilma, O Kecholin Damu, Delo Mehane Behu, Maida Amar Hai Gavra. Which means, even though this guy says, I'm treating it like Kodesh, we don't care what he says. 
you can't make chonin kodesh. Even the guy's treating like kodesh that she says batla dato, and therefore still considered like chonin. Or ketruma damu diika tanae the pedigi b'metake the mesayim ve'azil hilkach lo tanebu ma'ala. We don't give it a separate level. The idamu the chonin hatani the chonin vidamu the truma hatran lebematiti truma. And therefore, the Gemara comes along and says, "Ela mesefa." We have a proof from the sefer. What does it say in the sefer? Yosef ben Yosef was a chassid in Kehuna. Yosef ben Yosef was a chassid, and obviously was a kohen. Vaytamet pachto midras lakodesh, and his napkin was considered tamer for those that ate kodesh, which is the level above. Yohanan ben Gudgod ayah ochel atarata kodesh. Here it is. He used to eat what? He used to eat his chulin atarata kodesh. He treated his chodin on the level of There you go. And his, his, his handkerchief or his napkin was considered midras for the higher level. For the level above him, which means for the people that are involved in para'aduma. So the Gemara makes the proper diuk. Right? It's not going to be a midras for a Kodesh guy. Even though it's chodin chinasit al-tarata Kodesh, it'll be tantamount or equal to the level of Kodesh. That's the rule that you can turn Chulin into Kodesh level. It's not, you're not turning into a Kurban, but the Ma'alot that the Rabbanan made, when a person is careful to have Chulin Kodesh, it's considered like Kodesh level. Therefore, his clothes are not going to be Midras for other Kodesh people. I, but this is Chulin and he's eating Kodesh. Same thing. Kodesh is considered Kodesh. It's only going to be Midras for the higher level, which is going to be Hatat. We've proven our point. Okay, now the Gemara is going to go into a, another, uh, another, another point now. Okay, the Gemara now goes into another point. Amar Yonatan bin Ilazar nafla ma'afarto himenu. Okay, you have a guy Who's a, who's a parush, let's say. Parush is, he eats his chulin betahara. And what happened? His ma'afarto um, fell from him. He has, I guess, a, like a, uh, a scarf, let's say, fell, uh, fell from him. Amar lahavero. So he goes and tells his friend, do me a favor. Tenali, could you pick it up for me? Give it to me. Untanalo. And he gave it to him. Teme'a. Oh, why is it teme'a? All he did is tell his friend to pick it up. That she says, Wow, even if the guy who picked it up is tahor, that's it. The scarf becomes tameh. Well, come Why? Once it goes into somebody else's hands, the original guy is not shomerit anymore. It's called hisay hadat. You can only watch things and are careful of things that are in your own hands. But once it gets to somebody else's hands, already he loses his. Um, now the guy who picked it up was not careful either. Why? He just told me pick it up, give it to me. So obviously this guy doesn't care. So there was the Hesea Hadat on both ends. There's the Hesea Hadat on the end of the guy that said, pick it up for me, or give it to me, because it's not in his hands. Once it leaves your hands, you have a sehada, therefore you're not shomer it. And the guy who picked it up says, well, he's giving, he, this guy obviously doesn't care. He's just telling me to give it to him. He didn't even ask me from Tahor or Tamer yet. So therefore, he doesn't have a covenant to be shomer. And therefore, 
the Rabban, again, this is all ma'alot Rabbanan. By the way, both guys are tahor. <laughs> this is a classic case. Two guys are tahor, and the item is going to be tameh. Why? It's a ma'alam with Rabbanan. There was a say hadat over here. Once there's a say hadat, and we say, the guy who picked it up is not shomer. The guy who, gave, who, gave, who dropped it is not shomer, because it's in somebody else's hands. Therefore, the Rabbanan gave a deen of tum'ah. Amar Rabbi Yonatan bin Amram. The Gemara gives a second case. Okay, the guy uh, mixed up his clothes, uh, which means uh, he, had, he wanted to wear his regular weekday clothes, let's say, and uh, he went into his closet, and instead he took out his uh, Shabbat suit. So the Gemara says, the deen is nitme'u. Uh, and, the, and the logic over here, as she says, is nitme'u kasal kadata. At this point, we're thinking the reason is, Wow. Even though, let's say, the guy is shomer his suit from Tum'ah, but he thinks he's watching his weekday suit, and really he's watching his Shabbat suit. So it's not enough, now we're adding, we're adding to, the, to the lawyer. It's not enough to have kabanah to be shomer, but you have to know what you're being shomer. And therefore this guy was shomer uh, 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 on a false premise. He thought he was watching his weekday suit, uh, he thought he was watching his weekday suit, and actually he's only watching his, uh, his Shabbat suit. Now we get to the third halakha. Amar bi Azar bar Tzadok. There was a case of two ladies. Haverot, meaning uh, uh, ladies that are generally careful, let's say, in the laws of Tum'ah, Betahara, that's what it means, Haverot. They were leaving the bathhouse, and they mixed up their clothes, they had the same dress. So therefore, what happened? Uh, Rachel took Le'az dress, Le'ad took Rachel's dress. They switched dresses. Obama said that Rabbi Akiva, Vittim'an, Rabbi Akiva said, even though we know both ladies of Tahor actually, but the dress is going to be Tamir, uh, both dresses. Why? Because they, they weren't, again, obviously they weren't aware that they mixed up their clothes. And therefore, uh, each one is guarding the garment, thinking that it's theirs even though it's really not. So that's uh, similar to what we just uh, what we just said. You have a uh, false premise. You're making a shemirah, but on something that's not what you think it is. And therefore it's considered a sehadad, and therefore it's going to be uh, tamim. So that is the opinion of Rabbi Al-Azad, Rabbi Bar Sadok. Fine. So we have basically uh, three, three cases over here. The Gemara comes along and says... You're telling me that what? That it's only considered a Shemirah if you know exactly what you're being Shomer. Well, we have a question on that. Let's say a guy stuck his hand in the basket in order to take wheat bread. By mistake, he pulled out. Are you going to come and tell me now that also it's going to be Tamer. Again, because uh, logic is, when he took out the, the barley bread, for a moment he thought that that was wheat bread. And then he looked and said, oh, I picked out the wrong one. So for that moment there was a sehadat. And therefore, since there was a temporary sehadat, so the chaura, it should be Tamer. Again, it's coming out, he took out wheat bread. He pulled out barley bread. Again, the second he pulled it out, he thinks he has wheat bread in his hand. There's a lapse. He's being shomer thinking it's wheat, and it really is only barley. So the Gibbara is saying, what are you going to tell me? It's tamer. So the Gibbara said, yeah, why not? 
maybe you'll tell me, yes, indeed, let's say you're watching a barrel, thinking that it is wine, and all of a sudden you found out that it was oil, it's Torah, it cannot be other things. Now this is funny Gemara, I mean the Gemara brings a question from a made-up case, and then it asks a question from a Braita. I don't know why the Gemara just didn't bring the question from the Braita straight. The Gemara gives a question, oh, you're telling me if the guy sticks his hand in a basket? Uh, uh, okay, Gemara says, yeah, may, may, maybe it's true. Okay, well, what are you going to do with the Braita? Okay, so just ask for the, forget about your, your generated case, just ask straight from the, uh, from the Braita. That's, that's really where the question is, not on the generated case of the Sal. The Sal, we have no, uh, no proof either way. That's just a, uh, that's the point over there, that... Uh, <coughs> The style of this Gemara. Okay. Gemara continues. Uh, says, wait. According to your reason that you're telling me what? That you want to say that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't know uh, what the item is. Because after all, you're telling me that if you have a, a, a wine and you think it's oil, it's okay. Well, what do you mean? But why don't you read the end of that Braita? Ah, but you can't eat it. Now why? Am I? If it's tahor, why wouldn't you be able to eat the oil? You don't know the case. The case is a special case. Really, when you shomer one item thinking it's a different item, it's tameh. Ah, but this case over here is talking about be'omer shemartiha medabara metameah velo medabara posla. Wow. The guy over here had a, a, a partial kavanah. With me, partial covenant. I said, I'm watching the item that it will not have the ability to metame others. Remember, we know what metame means? That it's able to bring tumat to something else. He said, I was, I was careful that it will not be able to bring tumat to something else, but I wasn't careful that it itself cannot become tame. So, therefore, that's why you can't eat it. Now, she says, Right, which means the shemira is a shemira. It's just that since he had partial kabanah, which means I'm only watching it from things that cannot be mitame'it, which means cause it to become tame'et and therefore mitame' others. But in itself, he didn't have kabanah to protect it. So therefore that's why uh, um, uh, it, it's going to be uh, 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 no good to eat. But what do you do see from over here? You do see that what his kabanah was, it still works. It's, it's still going to be tahor mitame', even though he's watching the wrong item. So the question is still a question. Even though he's still watching the wrong item, it will still be tahor from being metame other things, even though it itself will not be a tahor. Now, the Gemara is going to ask a, a side question now. Again, I'll go back to this question and reiterate it in a minute. Now, we got to deal with a side issue. Is it possible to have partial kabana? And can I be shomer something for this and not for that? So the Gemara says, hold it. Is there such a thing as a, a, a partial uh, watching? The Gemara says, yes. In in in, like we learned in the Brayta, Hoshit yado basal. The guy stuck his hand into the basket. The basket was basket of figs. Vasal al ketefo. Okay, the basket was on his shoulder. I guess it's trying to say because he just stuck his hand, you know, on his shoulder, like uh, without without looking. Vahamagrefa betochasal. There was a shovel uh, in the basket. Uh, that she says a shovel is clearly barzel, and that's what they used in order to let's say take out the ashes from the kira, and they also use it to uh, separate the figs. Fine. So what's the story on this? 
it says, So the guy's kavanah was, I want to make sure the basket and the figs do not become tamis. We had a shemira on some of the items, the basket and the figs. But his mind was not to guard the, the shovel. Okay, so it's a partial kavanah. And what does the kavanah say? Hasal tahor. What he had kavanah for will be tahor. But magrefa teme'ah. Oh, so the Gemara says, what are you talking about over here? Hasal tahor. How could the sal, the basket be tahor? Tetameh ha magrefa la sal. Well, if he didn't have kavanah for the magrefa, for that, for the, for the, for that, for that, for the shovel, so therefore the shovel's tameh. The chavanah, the shovel should now be metameh the basket. So the Gemara comes along and says, no. En keli metameh keli. We have a law that a, um, a, a, a keli cannot be metameh uh, from a, um, a... A keli can only become tameh from an avatumah. Right? An avatumah is metameh, adam, uh, vekelim. And therefore, we're talking about over here where the shovel is not an avatumah. So therefore, the shovel cannot be metameh the basket. Beautiful. So the Gemara says, fine. V'letameh mashe besal. Let, Rabotai, let the shovel be metameh, the, uh, the figs. It's a, if it's a nishon, so therefore it'll be metameh, uh, 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 it can be metameh the, the, the foods. So the Gemara says, Amar Avina, well, here's the case now. Be'omer, and here's what we're looking for. Shemartiv medabar shemetameo, velo medabar aposlo. I'm shomer the, um, the, um, the shovel, that it cannot be metameh other things, but not itself. So therefore, we're talking about over here, let's say he was shomer that it should become uh, 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 something that cannot exude to, to, to something else. So then what do you see over here? So basically, um, uh, he, he shomer it, let's say, that it will not become a sheni. Because a sheni, uh, 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 or, or, or a sheni. Because a sheni, the, the shovel can become a sheni, but not metameh the figs to make them a shilishi. So therefore, the shovel will be pasul or tameh, and it will not be metameh others. So I can basically have a you know partial partial kavana. So that's that's the case over there. Okay, and Tosfot has a whole issue. How can a shovel become a sheni? Okay, that's a separate issue. But the point is. So again, the botai. Before we go further, the guy he had a partial kavanah. Why are the figs tahor? The botai, I'll tell you why the figs are tahor. What's going to be metameit? What do you mean the shovel? He had a hadad on the shovel. He, no, he was just kavanah on the shovel. It will not be a level that it can be metameit others, but in itself can be tameit itself. Beautiful. So you're partially kavanah. Back to our case now. The guy has the, he thinks it's wine. And it really is what? Oil. And what do we say over there? You can't, it's, it's not going to be metame others. It's not going to be metame others. But you can't eat it. Why can't you eat it if it's not metame others? No, because he had kavanah that it shouldn't be metame others, but it itself can become tame. Fine. But it's, you, you, you're watching the wrong item. You're still watching the wrong item. Why should it even be tahor tame? You're watching the wrong area, you see what? doesn't matter if you have a false premise of what you're watching. What your kavanah is will work, even for the wrong item. So it's back to the question that we have on the earlier cases, where we said that, no, if, if your guy's wearing big day Shabbat, and he teaches big day hall, 
no good. Why is it no good? This is the question. Going back to the question, you see what? That even though you have a false premise where you don't know what you're watching, it is still going to be a shimmy. Ra, very good. So the Gemara says, Ve'od. And now we have another question. We have another question. Motiv Abu. Okay, Ma'aseh. Be'isha Ahat. What happened with the story of a lady? Shabbat to say Rabbi Ishmael. She came in front of Rabbi Ishmael. Ve'amra lo Rabbi. Be'get zeh anaktiv betahara. She says, listen, this garment over here, I was careful that once it became the shi'ud of three by three. Oh, sorry. Once it became the uh, shi'ud of three by three etzba'ot, which is the shi'ud that a beggar can start to become tameh, I was very careful that it should only be betahara. Uh, uh, but he said, I did it, sorry, I did it betahara, but I didn't have kavana. So again, beggar ze arakti betahara. He said, I was pure. However, velo betahara. I just wasn't mechaved. But I'm not nida, and I was careful. Uh, uh, but uh, I didn't have. A, I, I know. I know myself. I'm not tamer, but I wasn't careful. Meaning, I wasn't mechaven. So therefore, she wants to know that you know she doesn't remember that it came into contact with too much. She, she claims that it should have been okay. That she says gimal al gimal. I know for a fact when it came three by three, it's ma'ot. where it's susceptible. Lo but I didn't have kavana. So the Gemara says, So the Bishmael investigated her. He like questioned her. And what did he find out? Amralo, in the middle of the talking time, she says, Rabbi, nida mashka imi bahebel. In the middle of the process, a nida pulled like the uh, yarn a little. She pulled the, um, uh, the, the strings over there. And all of a sudden, now already, once already, she pulled the uh, the string, so it moved it, and then the Nidah moved it. So he says, How great are the words of the Hachamim? If you have Kabbanat to be Shomer, it's Tahor. I don't care if you're Tahor or not, but if you don't make a conscious decision in order to guard it, it's going to be Tameh. Another story of a lady that came in front of Bishmael. Amra lo Rabbi, mapa zu anaktiha betahara. Mapa, there's a cloth, let's say. I also weaved it, and I was tahor. But I wouldn't have kavana. When he was checking her, Amra lo Rabbi, nima nifsekali. So she comes along and says, listen, before it became a begit, Susceptible. There was like a, a string that 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 ripped, that snapped. And when I wanted to tie it, I put the string in my mouth. She put the string in her mouth in order to, um, you know, to to to, to 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 hold it when she was tying it. And the Gemara says, "Amar How great are the words of Hakamim? Shayu Omrim." Now, what, what do we worry about if she put it in her mouth? What's, what's the difference if she put it in her mouth? So that she says, She says, before I weaved it at all, so it was not susceptible, it was not the shi'ur, 
it snapped, so I put the string in my mouth temporarily. What's the problem? Oh, but I didn't go to the mikveh for nida. Oh, that when it reached the shiur of tumah, that string was still moist, and the rock of a nida is going to be problematic. You see that? She thought, listen, even though I was, uh, um, you know, I didn't go to the Tevila Fenida, I, I was careful, no Tum'ah came, came. Yeah, but wait, you weren't careful because you put it in your mouth and the rock was still on it when it became a Shi'ud. So therefore, he said, Yishtabah. So what do you see from over here, bud? And Bilibole Shomra'o, it's going to be Tameh. Now, now what do you see over here? The, the issue over here is, That now we're asking a a question. What's the question from these two stories over here? Because this is all Rabbi Ishmael talking, right? So he came along and said, uh, Rabbi Ishmael said that if one had in mind to guard it, it is tahor. Exactly. The only issue over here was because um, they didn't have kabana. So the chaura, what difference does it make? In the last two cases, if the person guarding the object thought that it was a different item, what do we care? Bottom line, he didn't have a say hadat. Okay, the whole story of the Bishon was what? You didn't have covenant to be Shomer. That was his thing. You didn't have covenant to be Shomer. Okay, fine. But if you had covenant to be Shomer, it wouldn't be a problem. Who cares if it's a different item? The point is covenant to be Shomer. So, example, what do I care if it's the Big Day Shabbat? And he thinks it's the Big Day Hall. He has covenant to be Shomer. It should be enough. Why does it matter? Or, or, or let's say, when the friend picked it up. When the friend picked it up, my kabana is to be shomer. At this point, we're, we're assuming. It's going to be shomer. Aye, it's in my friend's head. Big deal. It, 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 it seems to be shomer. The whole issue is, you need kabana. Even though it's under a different premise, it doesn't seem that that's the issue. So the chaura, why in those cases that we mentioned, let's say the big day, Shabbat, or you tell somebody to retrieve an item for you, why is it a problem? That's really the question that we're asking over here. So In the case where the ladies, that was the other case, right? Where the ladies mixed up their garments in the bathhouse. So we can ask ourselves a question. What's the difference? Each lady was being shomer. You're right. She thought it was, she, she didn't know it was a friend's dress. Big deal. There, was, there, there wasn't a lapse in kavana. And from the Bishman, it sounds like as long as there was no lapse in kavana, that should be fine. No, I'll tell you that case. Each lady says, Of course, everybody thinks their their friends married to an Amaaretz. So he says, My wife, uh, my, my friend, uh, she's the wife of an Amaaretz. And therefore, therefore she, she's not careful. Therefore, she's not careful. Therefore, the garment is probably tame anyway. And therefore, That's why she diverts her attention from the garment. So that's why it's tame. Which means, it, it's not because they took a different garment. It's because they're Masih Da'at. That's the real reason. They take their mind off of it. Why do they take their mind off of it? Because they say, well, anyway, my, my girlfriend is married to an Amaris, therefore, you know, they're not careful anyway. So therefore, they say, Seh Da'at. What was Rabbi Yonatan bin Amram? He was the Shabbat case, where he's wearing his, week, his Shabbat garments, thinking they are uh, 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 weekday garments. 
So we said, what's the difference? He's having kavanah to be shomer. So no, kevandi kirim l'shabbat amid lehu shimur tefeh, masach darta minayu. It seems that the Shabbat garments, they're a little more careful legabeh the shemirah, and therefore he was watching it on the level of weekday garments. And therefore he didn't watch it on the level that he's used to watching his Shabbat garments. So they say hadat over here. In the he's watching it. But the point is over here, he's watching it on a lower level. If once you're watching it on a lower level, Shabbat garments you watch on a higher madriga. And therefore, it says say hadat. What's the case of Yudam and Azad? That was the case where the guy dropped his uh, scarf and told his friend, do me a favor, pick it up. So there was, there was no lapse over here. He's watching it. He's mechaven. So that should be okay. Yudam says, no. Why don't we say that he's being shomerit when his friend is holding it? Yudam gives a rule. Amar of Yohanan, which we saw this in that she initially. We have a rule. A guy does not shomer and guard what is in his fellow's hand. So therefore, once he tells the guy to p- pick it up and give it to me, automatically is a considered a sehadah. The Gibraltar says, Velo? Is that so? The Hatanya, we have a braita. Let's say a guy hired a donkey driver, and they're carrying tarot. Barrels of wine, let's say, from one place to one place. It's a tarot. Now, he's not following them. He's just giving it to his donkey drivers in order to transport it. Even though the owner, he's more than a meal away from them. So he's not really watching them and they're in somebody else's possession. It remains Tahor. But if he said, You go, I'll catch up with you. Once you're ready, they're out of eyeshot. So again, He's, he's not carrying the items. The workers are carrying the items. So if he comes along and says, uh, if he just, you know, a little distance away from them, it remains tahor. But if he's far away from them, and he says, you know what, you go and I'll catch up to you. So already, they're tameh. So the Gebrah says, what's the difference the sefa? Both cases, they're out of his possession. Why one case we say to one case tameh? Even in the first case, it should be considered tameh because he's not there. He's not there to watch it. The first is talking about where you actually metahir the workers. So therefore, there's no, there's no concern in Bechlal. You went and you were metahir the workers for this job. So the Gibbara says, wait, if you were metahir the workers, so the Sefa also, the Kaura, when you said, okay, you go and I'll catch up with you. What do I care? If the workers were already purified, what do I care whether he says, go and I will catch up? No, the Gemara says, "In Amaris Makpid al Maga Even though the Amaris might be tahor, he's not careful to, for somebody else touching it. So therefore, he might be okay, but he's not careful when he's going to come in contact with another guy. So that's why we have a problem. Even though they, he set him up, he made him tahor, but we are concerned about his contact with another Amaris. So the Gabbana says, wait, if that's the case, then the Resha also we should be concerned that he's going to come because, not, because the owner is not there. So the Gabbana says, no. That the case over there in the Braita is talking about the Resha where he can come from a, from a corner. He can, he, can, he can surprise them. Which means he, even though they're not in front of him, he can come and surprise them at any moment even though they don't see him so they're scared. They're scared to do anything. Because this guy can just pop up. Even though they don't see him, 
but he can come from a corner. So therefore, therefore they're scared. And they're scared because he's coming from a, you know, a, a blind spot, we'll call it. So therefore, they, even though they don't, they don't see him, they say, well, the guy can pop up at any time. So therefore, uh, they are going to uh, be careful. For the Sefa also. So Gibran says, no. Once he tells them, you go and I'll catch up, they're confident that he's not going to come. It's like, like we're with the Meshkihim. Like, you have to, that's what you'd say. Once you tell us, I'm going away for two days, that's it. So when he told them, Nechu, and I'll catch up, already they're a little more confident that they're not going to get caught. So if you read that she, that she says, Really, a person does not watch what's in his friend's hands. But these guys don't need a shimur. You know why? Because they're tahor. Even if they touched it, because he purified them before. Oh, so then what's the issue over here? So the issue is, but they're not careful touching other ama'arits. Was right. So then the Resha also. When this guy can show, when the owner can show up suddenly from a corner, they're afraid. And therefore they're not going to get involved with anything. When he says, therefore they're so mad that the guy's not going to show up so fast. And therefore, since he's not going to show up so fast, they'll be more, they're more lean. But what do you see from over here? And Adam Shomer, Mashabiyad, Havero. Yes, we learned a couple of rules here today. That's one rule we learned. Another rule we learned is that a person could have a temporary shemirah, a partial shemirah. I'm being shomered that it shouldn't be mitameh, but it itself could be tameh. And the third thing that we're learning is that if you think that you're watching an item and it's a different item, that's considered a hesay hadad, and therefore uh, uh, it's possible. Although, although the Gemara rejected that because the Gemara said, no, we have no raya. That atraba from the Bishmael, you see that the issue was not. Uh, uh, that it's a different item. Issue was kavanah. As long as you have kavanah, what's the difference? The case of Shabbat, however, we said was only issue was because it's a higher kavanah. You didn't have that higher kavanah, and therefore, and in the case of we have havero, the only issue was because in Adam Shomer Mashbiyat havero. But in the Chanami, even if it was, if you have holding one item, it's a different item. In the Chanami, according to this Gemara, the Shemirah, as long as it was there and it was on the same level, it should be considered a Shemirah, even though it is a different item. Hadran alach. And Dorshin. That ends the uh, right, second period. We are beginning now the third period of Masechet Hagiga, and it starts off with the Mishnah. And the Mishnah begins Homer Bakodesh Mibatiruma. So, uh, Kodesh, which is things that are related to, let's say, Korbanot, which is Kodesh, has certain stringencies. Over the kedusha of uh, Tiruma. Now, there's going to be uh, a few stringencies that the Mishnah is going to uh, list over here. We'll go one at a time. Shematbilim kelim betoch kelim letruma, avalo la kodesh. Number one, that if let's say a person needs to uh, put kelim in the mikveh. So when it comes to Tiruma, you can put one vessel in another vessel and dip them both together in the mikveh. Um, you don't have to dip them uh, separately. Again, that's only if you're using it for Tiruma. So basically you take the small vessel and you put it in the big vessel. You drop it in, you dip them both 
at the same time. Um, but if you're using them for Kodesh, then you have to dip each one separately. So that's number one. Number two, betoch betruma avalo bakodesh. So Ahoraim is the the outside of the cup. Toch is the inside of the cup, and betatsevita is the uh, like the uh, the handle of the cup is considered all separate vessels, which means each one is considered a separate vessel on its own because each each one of those parts of the vessel has, let's say, uh, you know, functions. Uh, so therefore, each one uh, will become Tameh on its own. Therefore, if let's say part of that vessel became Tameh, only that part becomes Tameh, and it's not Metameh, the rest of the, um, the rest of the, the rest of the Keli. However, regards to Kodesh, if one part of the vessel becomes Tameh, the entire vessel becomes Tameh. So in Turumah Velinyi, we, we divide the Keli into different, different parts. Let's read Rashi for a second. Obviously the tocho you can use. The inside. And the back also is used. We'll see for what. That's also like the handle. So therefore, Each function makes that part a separate vessel on its own. Now, very important. We're only talking about the Tumah, that it's a Dirabanan Tumah. On a Deolaita Tumah, if part of the Keli becomes Tameh, the whole Keli is Tameh. This is only in Rabbinical Tumah, which we'll see what the case is. Then we divide up the Kelim, the Inyan Tirumah, but now the Inyan Kodesh. That's the second Humrah, Homer Bakodesh. That's the second Humrah that Kodesh has. Now we get to number three. Hanose etamidras. So if somebody is carrying what we call uh, Midras, now what is a Midras? Midras is usually something, let's say a Zab sat on, or a uh, Nida sat on. So let's say somebody in his right hand is carrying a Midras. I don't know, let's say he's carrying a, a shoe that a Nida you know, walked on. So that shoe over there is Abatum'ah. He's allowed to hold in his other hand a barrel of terumah. They're not touching. So therefore he can carry them uh, simultaneously. But he cannot do that for Kodesh. That she has to noseta midras. Min al zav. Very good. The shoe of a zav. Noseta terumah. Behabit. She'eno nogeya ba'avira. As long as that shoe does not go into the airspace of the habit, you'll be okay. And therefore, as long as you carry them in separate hands, there is no problem. But not for Kodesh. Okay, now we get to the next one. Now, the next one we saw already in the first Mishnah. We saw that already. We saw that the uh, clothes of those people that eat Tirumah are going to make people that eat Kodesh Tameh. Midras, it becomes a midras for the higher level, meaning the Kodesh people. Lo chemidata Kodesh, midata teruma. Which means, the rules of Kodesh are not like the rules of teruma. Le'inyan, the laws of hatzitza. Hatzitza is when you have, let's say, a, you know, something that is uh, on the vessel, 
and causing a separation in the mikveh. Shebekodesh matir u'menageb u'matbil ba'akach kosher. When it comes to, let's say, a person wants to purify a garment, let's say, and there's a knot in it. So therefore, when it comes to the knots, he has to untie the knot, and he has to dry the garment, if it was wet, let's say, and then immerse it into the mikveh, and then re-knot it. kosher. In the case of Tiruma, you actually can make the knot first in the garment. matbil. So therefore, when it comes to Tiruma, because we have two homerods, you have to untie it, make sure there's no knots in the garment, and wait till it dries, and then dip it. After you finish dipping, you can re-knot it again. By Tiruma, you have no problem. Uh, Rashi says over here, Sheba Kodesh, Im yesh beget tameh. You have a beget tameh. Ubalat bilo, im kashurhu, if it's tied, matid et kashro, mishum de damil hatitza. Even though it's really not a hatitza, because the water can permeate the beget. It's, it's, it's a soft beget. But, humra of Kodesh, you need to take the knots out before you dip it. Umenagev, not only that, if it was wet, Im lahu menagebot tehila. You have to dry it. Vachematpilo. Vechoze mishum deedamil hatitza. Again, the word that's on the garment, we're going to consider it like a hatitza, even though it's really not a hatitza. But humra, the knot has to be untied and it has to be dry. Ubetruma, it's the opposite. Im rotsele koshro kosher. You can actually tie it like a tehila. You can make the knot initially by teruma. Vearkach matbil. And then you're able to. To dip it. Now we go to number six. Kelim anigmarim betahara. So you have kelim. And what? You made the keli, the, the craftsman made the keli, and they were finished. And he was careful from when they were finished, no tum'ah came in contact with it. As she says in the second wide line, shinizhar bahen meshebau samuch ligomran, shiruim nikabel tum'ah. He was careful. Before it was ra'ui to become tamer, that no tumah should come in contact with it. Sirichin tevila la kodesh. If you're using that kili for kodesh, doesn't matter. You still have to dip it in the mikveh. Now, why? If the guy was careful, why would you have to dip it? Stay tuned, the Gemara will explain it. Avalone trumah. But not for trumah. When it comes to trumah, if the guy was careful that when the kili became a kili, that it should not become tamer, you don't have to dip it. Next one, hakli mitzaref mashe betocho la kodesh. When you have a, a vessel and it has things in it that are kodesh, the kli combines everything. Let's say he has separate pieces of uh, kodesh food, pieces of meat, and a person, let's say, was tameh, touched one of them, all the pieces become tameh because the kli makes the pieces one. However, lo litruma, but not for tiruma. Rashi, ochlim hatichot harbe bechli echad. You have different foods in one vessel. Benagat tamer bechad mem. The tamer touched one of them. Hakli mitzarfan. The kli is mitzaref. Combines the yot kulan hatichah echad. Benet meu kulan. Avalol etruma. Ela otash ragaba havyarishon. The one that he touched will become a rishon. Because again, he's an avatuma. The av is mitamer. The first piece of meat to make it a uh, rishon. And then, uh, what, what's going to happen? Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe it's not. A, maybe, maybe it's tumat uh, mashkin. The point is, because we want to talk about maybe the rabbanan items here. So the point is, he's he, he, the, the first piece of meat will become a rishon. We will see how. And then with touch, that piece of meat that's touching its neighbor will become a sheni, 
and then Shini can make a Shini Shi, and Kodesh can even go to a Nevi'i. The point is, in Kod, in, in Turumah, I'm sorry, Turumah makes a Shini Shi. But if it was Kodesh, the whole thing is a Rishon. Because they're all considered one piece. So if, they, if he touched one piece, all the pieces have the same status. Whereas in Terumah, the first piece that he touched would be a Rishon. When it's touching, it would become a Shini. When it's touching, it would become a, you know, Shilishi. So that's the way, that's the way it's going to work in, in uh, Terumah and Kodesh. Okay, Rabotai, now we go to number eight. That's what we just said. That the maximum level that Turumah can reach is a Shilishi Tumah. However, when it comes to Kodesh, Kodesh can reach even a level of Rivi'i. And now we get to number nine. When it comes to Turumah, if one of his hands becomes Tameh, he only has to dip that hand or wash that hand. It doesn't automatically make the other hand Tameh. But when it comes to Kodesh things, he has to dip both of his hands. Why? That one hand makes the other hand Tameh when it comes to Kodesh. As she says, Again, we're talking Exactly, because normally when you have a Tum'ah, it goes on the whole body. So we're talking about a Tum'ah Midrabanan that only goes on the hands. So the Gabet Terumah, we say one hand becomes Tameh, the other one remains Tahor. I mean, Kodesh, both of them become Tameim. Avalo Betrumah. Ochlin, number 10. Ochlin, Ochalin, Negubin, Beyadayim, Mesoavot, Betrumah. When it comes to Terumah, we can eat dry foods with contaminated hands. Now, what does that mean with contaminated hands? So that she says, Shiniot Letrumah. Let's say the person's hands are shiniyot. Shini. Now, how could you eat turumah? The chavra, if your hands are a shini, it's going to make the turumah a shilishi. So how could the Mishnah say that you're allowed to eat turumah with yadayim that are mesu'avot? So that she says, It means the food was always dry. It never got wet. And if the food never got wet before, it's not mukshar lekabel tumah. For food to become tamir has to become susceptible. And what makes it susceptible? Water. Or one of the beverages, liquids went on it. Therefore, if it's dry and never got wet, and his hands are shini, no problem. Because the shini cannot make a shini shi on something that was not mukshan. Avalola kodesh. But when it comes to kodesh, it's not going to help. Go to the next page, Rabotai, Chaf Aleph. We have one more example, number 11. That if a person becomes an onen, right? Which means there was a time where he was in between before they buried the, the body. So that, at that moment he's called an onen. Or mehusar kipurim means he went to the mikveh, but the next day he needs to bring korbanot. So those people need to go to the mikveh in order to eat Kodesh. Now that's, that's Mindrabanan. Mindrabanan, Torah, Onen doesn't have to go to a mikveh. As long as he didn't come in contact with the dead body, if he's sitting at home, he's not Tameh. But Mindrabanan, they said if he wants to eat Kodesh, the Onen and the Mechosai can put him to go to the mikveh. But not regarding eating Tirumah. If you look at the top uh, Rashi, Ha-Onen, Shelo Nitma Bebeto. Right, Lo Nitma. If he's Nitma, then of course he's Tameh. He's Tameh Midoraita. However, Mechosai can put him, can go on Zav. 
What's the case? Yabazav. Shetabal yom shibi'i l'sfirato. He went to the mikveh on the seventh day. Ve'ariv shemsho. And he has to wait for the night. The night passed. But he still called Mehusar Kippurim because he has to bring a korban on the eighth day. Karui Mehusar Kippurim sh'adayin gamar taharato. Gmar taharato tilya bekorbano. He's not totally tahor until he brings the korban. Sirichim tibila lahar shebi korbano. Well, even after he brings this korban, with Rabbanan, he needs another tevila, imratzal le'echol kodesh. Again, the Gemara is going to go through all these 11 cases and explain them. But that is the first Mishnah. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.